What's up ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Good, The Bad and The Stupid, it's Tuesday the 16th of February. Hope you're well, uh, second one of a uh, new week and it's pissing down the rain. Of course it is, weather report to start, pissing down the rain. And you know why? Because I had to go out in it, that's why. I've had to change my clothes twice, come back in, change my clothes, dry them, go back out in them and uh, come back in. Rinse and repeat, as they say. But I got stuff done. That was the point. That was the uh, uh, the benefit of the day. I got stuff done, even though it was raining. I just had to go out and brave it. But I'm good job I'm not doing the videos anymore because I've got hair that doesn't belong on my head. My hair belongs on uh, what's that film? Airplane where he's upside down. Lloyd Bridges when he's sniffing the glue and he's floating along the screen. He's upside down and his hair's all hanging down. That's what my hair looks like now because I've come in and I've towel dried it. And then I've got down and done this podcast. So uh, I'm sitting here in all kinds of ugly, but that doesn't matter because you're only interested in my sexy voice. Anyway, what's going on in the news? Because that's what it's about. And uh, of course, the publicity shy couple, which is, I can't tell you because they're publicly public, publicity shy. They don't want to have their names in the papers. They don't want to be in the news. They don't want to be known. They don't want to have to live their own life. They want to do their own thing. That's right, Harry and Meghan. That's right. And you know what the public, publicity shy couple are doing? That's right, going on Oprah Winfrey to tell everybody all about their private lives. So, you know, you got to just wonder what the fuck is... Um, the agenda, well, I know what the agenda is. They want to be famous. They want to be brand Harry and Meghan, or she does anyway. <laughs> he wants to get away from the royal family and live a quiet life. She's prized him away from the royal family. And all of a sudden, she wants the loud life. She wants the life that is like, you know, we are, I am, the big I am, should I say. I am. And why not? If that's, she's, she wanted to be a Hollywood but actress. She wanted to be, you know, top of the pops in, in the acting world. So this is like, the same in real life isn't it but it's is it what he wants who knows he's going along with it because he's got love in his eyes he's got love hearts in his eyes so he's going along and doing what she says so we'll see about how that one plays out but everyone's everyone's dissing them today because they uh, say they don't want the, all the cameras and don't want any of the attention and then they're going out seeking it it's only going it ain't going to be before long when they're doing the z list things you know and they're going out with a full face of makeup looking pretending to look scruffy because they're going down the shop for a newspaper but really they're uh they know the uh the photographers are going to be there and they want to catch them in their new tracksuit trying pretending to look rough but looking really good at the same time pretty, pretty much like me right now I, I look pretending to look rough but i look really good sitting here with my little scruffy hairdo um what else is in the news? Oh yeah, and if you uh, if you got nine hundred and fifty thousand pounds to spend, this is only for the rich and famous as well. Well, I don't even know if they'd buy this, but it's the the, the narrowest or the I don't know if it's the smallest house, but it's the thinnest house in the UK. It's doubled in the last ten years in price, of course, because it's in London, which is ridiculous. It's literally if you are, held your arms out left and right, you could touch the walls on both sides. And you probably wouldn't even have to have your arms out all the way. But it goes up three stories as well. It's ridiculous. It's, it's, there's no way that was a house to start with. I don't know what the hell it was. It must have been a courtyard. That's what I think it was. It was an alleyway or a courtyard. And they've just filled it with bricks and put some windows in. And all of a sudden, they got, and the first person, the last time it sold, was 550 grand, which is ridiculous anyway, 10 years ago. Now it's 950 grand. And that is, I guess, considered cheap. Uh, I, I guess that, that's got to only be 
If that's a third of a house, that's got to be a third of what the houses must cost in that area. But I'll tell you what, I mean, the rooms look pretty cool in there. It looks like you could live in it. It's, there's like, it looks like they made it look like there's loads of space. You know when you go on a barge and it just looks like you could have a party in there. But you look on the outside of the barge, you look in you go, that's fucking, there's no room in there. It's too small. But then you go inside and it's like a TARDIS. That's what they've got they've done here, so they've had the right designers in. Whether they'll get nine well, they will get nine hundred and fifty grand because you can get that for a broom cupboard in London. You can get that for nothing. A one bedroom a studio flat's about five hundred grand these days in London. I don't know how anybody who's who who drives a bus, cleans, um whatever, you know, works in a bakery, whatever well, works in Poundland, all those kind of, you know, small low income jobs. How the hell do they afford to live in London? I bet they can't. I bet they're fucking, you know, having to scrimp every penny just to get things paid. I couldn't afford to live there. And I'm, you know, I don't have to scrimp, but I would if I lived there. I wouldn't be having much of a life. Good, I'll be living the COVID life on a fucking permanent, I think. I wouldn't be able to go out. But, um, you know, if you got if you got 950 grand to spend, you're better off just fucking renting and using the 950 grand than... Using that to make money, buy yourself a fucking better place when you become a millionaire. That's the well, you don't fire off at nine hundred fifty grand, are you? But most of that's going to be on a mortgage. Anyway, let's move off that. I'm sick of talking about these rich tarts in London with all their money and their thin houses. Let's move on to the, uh, uh, the this guy who bought a painting. See this? You could go out and find this kind of stuff. Seventy three p. A guy paid for a painting. Seventy three p. And I thought that's a weird number. I know it's at a market, a car boot, but if the bartering really is going somewhere when you're getting down into the pence. Right, 75, no, I'll give you 73. No, he actually, uh, he was in, he bought it with a dollar in uh, in America. So, or uh, where was it? It was a US dollar he bought it with in Ecuador. So that's equivalent to 73p. But he bought a painting and he ended up being by an English artist, Lee Haldwin. Found this in Ecuador for 73p, a pound or whatever, a dollar. And now it's worth 10,000 pound. He's brought it back. He's married an English woman. He's been sitting in a box for ages. She's an art lover. Recognised it. They checked it out, and it was worth ten thousand pound. What are the chances? So he's got ten grand there towards uh, his next adventure. That would have just stayed in the box. Who'd have known when that would have turned up? So always check your painting. And if, when you was at the car boot sales, always check the paintings. Or if it looks half decent, just buy it. If it's a fucking pound, anyway, check it because you never know. You, you might buy a thousand of them and get nowhere. You might buy one and it sells for 250,000. I've seen it happen. Uh, what was it? Yeah, somebody did that at an antique market that I go to. 250,000. He paid 250 pounds for it. It sold for, I think it sold for over 300,000 actually. So it was valued at 250. It sold for 300 and something. So it's fucking crazy. I'll tell you what, money for nothing is best. the best kind of money in the world working your ass off on an hourly rate for a job that is not going to get you any fucking uh he's not going to go you know going to get you any don't going to be no what's the word promotions and all that kind of stuff you ain't going up no ladder it's pointless it's pointless not unless you're ripping the place off you know what i mean if you're in there and you're doing your your hourly rate if you're working in the bakery say and then you're just eating all their food all day drinking all their coffee doing all that don't spend a penny on food at home save up your money that way 
It's the only way out of the rat race. Right, next one. Foul, a foul-mouthed, a foul-mouthed thief has been banned from swearing for three years anywhere in the UK. No, it's not me. I can still fucking swear as much as I like. Thank you very much. <laughs> this guy has been uh, been given a criminal behaviour order for sh in shopping in Newquay in Cornwall. That's mad. I've never heard of that. Being banned from swearing anywhere. He's, he can do that unless he gets pulled over. No one's going to know who he is, are they? But, you know, he must be... But if he's got Tourette's, you know, that's what he could just say, couldn't he? He'd just say, I've got Tourette's. Let's go down that road. But what happened, he will have a two-month... He's been given a two-month jail sentence for the same thing recently. So um, imagine getting put in prison for that. Hardly uh, hardened criminal, is it? What are you in for? Telling people to fuck off. <laughs> that's it. Told the policeman to fuck away. Tell the policeman to fuck off. You always end up in jail, don't you? Right, anyway, so... That's him having to uh, put put a sock in it or it'd do him good to try and learn how to uh, speak without swearing. I mean, swearing's all good when it's when it's for the right reasons, but when you're having an argument with somebody and or when you're, you know, if it ain't two ways, if you're both doing it, it's all right. Otherwise, you come across as the, as the aggressor. Right, I know from personal experience. Right, collector Barbara Howard is dry, a dry hard fan. So this woman hasn't got, doesn't know what she's doing. She collects tea towels. Forget about, I just told you about collecting paintings and trying to make money on them. She's collecting tea towels. That's one of the most boring collections I've ever heard. She's got 1,450 of them. 8,600 pounds she spent on that. Do you know how much money she's lost? 8,600 pounds, that's how much. She ain't gonna make any of that back. I don't think there's ever a tea towel in history that's gonna be worth any money. You know, if anything, you buy it for a pound, it might be worth £10 in the future. It ain't going to go anywhere, unfortunately, that kind of collection. It's weird, isn't it? Some people have just got these mad... Some people collect milk bottles. Some people collect bricks. Some people collect notches on the bedpost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not me. But uh, some people collect matches, matchbooks, everything. There's, there's a collective of everything. Weird people. And this woman collects tea towels. Probably doesn't use any of them either because uh, she doesn't want to dirty them. So every time she buys a new tea towel to use, she probably thinks, oh shit, I like that one. I'm going to have to keep it in my collection. Still got no tea towels to use. Um, and here's another weird situation. Weetabix sales have jumped off the shelves. Weetabix are jumping off the shelves after somebody put a picture of uh, Weetabix covered in baked beans. So now everybody's out buying baked I don't know if they did it for a joke, but everyone's gone out and bought Weetabix and they're thinking that everybody wants to try baked beans on Weetabix. I can't think of anything fucking more ridiculous. I wouldn't want fucking... Apart, well, this is going to be rude now, but there was a woman... The story is always stuck with me. There was a woman from Garbage, um, the band Garbage, and she said she was always a practical joker her and her, and her boyfriend. And uh, one time, for a joke, she shat in his cornflakes. <laughs> she shat... Shane is, I think she, well, she, I don't know how, which way it worked because she was obviously trying to catch him out. It kind of just been sat in there on top of the cornflakes. I'd imagine it was under the cornflakes. Not that you wouldn't have fucking smelt it coming down the stairs, but that's what she did for a joke. And that's, I know you like to play, you know, clever jokes on your partner or something. That's all fun. But I think that one's pushing the boat out too far. They're, they're the kind of things that you shouldn't really. Uh, <laughs> that kills romance right, dead right there. I can't imagine they're still together. If they are, how do you up the ante from that shitting in your cornflakes? Right, anyway, last one. On that very uh, foul uh, story, what else am I going to do? 
Have I run out of things to say? I think I've run out of things to say. I, there weren't much to say today, to be honest. Oh, China are trying to take over the moon. They've took over everything else. Now they're trying to take over the moon. So wait for it. There's going to be loads of fake bits of, fake bits of the moon going around. If you're going to be stereotypical Chinese marketplace, there's going to be loads of fake, uh, what's it called? Um, craters and uh, and photos of the moon and everything. But they're trying to get up there and claim it for themselves because nobody else is. So if nobody else is doing it, let them fucking do it. Let them have it. Good. Maybe they'll start doing trips up there and getting every, everybody. It's a space race again all of a sudden, isn't it? And it's exciting. So the more people that get involved, the more it is for us to be interested in it. Maybe all the furniture will go all spacey again because the last time um, when we was going to the moon and everything, that's when all the white Buck Rogers type, type, type furniture and that was all coming out, all the egg chairs and the dome chairs and round TVs and all the hanging TV, you know, all that kind of stuff, all moon-shaped stuff. Everyone was banging into it, so uh, maybe that'll all come back because that furniture was funky as fuck, so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be looking forward to it. I don't care if it's Chinese made, as long as it looks good. And doesn't break when I sit on it, of course. He's got to have a little bit of uh, quality. Right, I'm, I'm going to leave it there, I think, on that on that note. Forget about the, the uh, shit in the cornflakes, if you can. Don't let that one uh, ruin your evening. Um, or maybe you, want, you think that's a very good trick to play on somebody. You might, you'd like to uh, try it out. Maybe it's definitely one way of getting rid of your partner, for sure. Right, I'm going to leave it there and do another one tomorrow. See you later. Bye.